Hello, interview listeners. It's Jill, your host, with a quick reminder. The topics discussed on this podcast span artistic, intuitive, spiritual, and holistic awareness for both people and animals. Information shared should not replace medical, psychological, or veterinary care. This applies to myself, co-hosts, and guests on the show. I'm not a healthcare professional, nor do I give advice I'm not trained to offer. Please seek the appropriate help if you need to. Thank you. Now, on to the show. hear spirit calling? I'm Jill and this is my intuitively guided podcast where all things spiritual, creatively mix and mingle. As an artistic mystic, we'll talk about everything from Reiki to writing, art to angels, earth wisdom to meditation, and the psychic nudges only our soul knows. Thanks so much for joining me for another inspired conversation. another episode of Hello Interview. I'm Jill, your host, and I've got back with me astrologer Maggie Bellinger to talk about the latest astrological forecast, New Moon in Sagittarius. So there is a lot to talk about. We are going to get right to it. I'm going to leave it in Maggie's hands and let's just get going. Welcome back to the show, Maggie. Thank you, Jill. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here, especially discussing the fascinating energy of the new moon in Sagittarius. It's such a dynamic and expansive celestial event, and I can't wait to dive into the astrological insights and cosmic vibes surrounding the particular lunar phase we are going through at this moment and how we can harness its adventurous spirit for personal growth and transformation. I'm ready for an enlightening conversation. So thanks again for having me. (laughs) I am really thrilled to hear that because I'm ready to surf that vibe. I need to know what's happening, what this means collectively and what we're in for. I would love to start there. So the new moon in Sagittarius, exactly what does that mean? The new moon is a time of intentions. And today actually is Sagittarius, the new moon is going into. And the one thing that I would really like to bring up for people that um, are interested in number synchronicities, what I found is the moon actually ended Sagittarius on December 11th at 11.11 Pacific time. And for us being in central time, this actually um, puts us at 111 and the new moon is coming in at 1212. And it just kind of tells me that this expansion and growth we'll be able to tap into is even more so. Oh, wow. That is really cool. I'm guessing the influence that is associated with this new moon in Sagittarius is related to the Mercury and retrograde moment that's happening, which actually is when? That is happening December 13th and is going to be in Capricorn to begin with. And it's going to move into Sagittarius on December 23rd. Then it turns direct again on January 1st of 2024. So we'll be starting this new year off on not really the wrong foot, but a pretty unstable one. Mercury retrograde in Capricorn invites us to reflect on the structures in our life. That's Capricorn energy. 
our relationship with the past and legacy we're currently shaping and wish to leave behind. Long-term goals may be reconsidered. We're having more boundary-setting conversations, that type of thing. Capricorn's a very work and money-orientated sign, so expect like the first half of the retrograde to reflect that. And we will most likely receive things like requests from upper management to redo things, revise things, rewrite our overall 2024 strategies. My suggestion is try not to overreact or get down on yourself when it comes to work during this time, because this is a blessing in disguise. When Mercury goes retrograde while forming, it's going to form a trine here with Jupiter, who comes out of retrograde, mind you, because Jupiter's in retrograde on December 30th. So the revisions we do now are going to be very productive once the spring of 2024 arrives. These days are the most positive of the entire retrogrades. This is a planet of communication. The planet of communication won't exist on post-retrograde zone until January 20th, 2024. So Mercury will bring to light everything that we're not happy with as it moves from Capricorn to Sagittarius. Part of what we're learning is that it's important to deal with what brings us the most happiness. This can be a good thing, but you need to ask yourself what in your life isn't serving you anymore and be prepared to let it go. Additionally, our New Year's resolutions may be put on hold as we figure out what we really want to achieve. When Mercury leaves Capricorn and enters into Sagittarius, then the real Mercury retrograde fun begins. Mercury <laughs> hasn't been in the sign of Sagittarius since November and December of 2018. So you'll want to think back to that time period and what was unfolding for you. What were your pain points? What areas of your life you, did you experience delays or setbacks? Because similar themes may come up for revision during this time. Mercury doesn't have the best time when it's in Sag. So we'll have to have even more miscommunications and misunderstandings than usual, unfortunately. But avoiding ne negative thinking during these days is super important to us to not fall into endless mental trips and detours and things like that. Instead, focus on adopting a big picture approach to your revisions, whether they're career, love, lifestyle related. Mercury retrograde might bring its challenges, but approaching it with preparedness and mindfulness may minimize its disruptive effects. Use this time to slow down, reevaluate, and proceed with caution be gentle with yourself take things slow and the transition into your new year will be smooth sailing i'm thinking vision board might be a good thing to do as the yes. new year is approaching but to make sure you know what you want before you start to really try to manifest all of it does it have to do with whatever stored in your body whatever energy you maybe still are holding on to that's associated with an emotion are they a part of clearing all of that as you're moving forward with this type of energy Absolutely. Uh, Mercury retrograde is all about clearing. So everybody thinks of it as such a negative energy. It might feel that way in the moment, this overall feeling of purging, like when you get a good cry out and afterwards it's like, okay, I feel better now. It's kind of that mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah, I agree. It's an interesting thing. It's very personal. The holidays already perk up a lot of introspection. So this is just perfect timing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, moving on into the influence of Jupiter, which I know is a thing. What does that mean for everybody? Basically, the reason why we are talking about Jupiter is because Jupiter rules. Sag, the planet 
has its own energy and affects us collectively. So when, when it comes to Jupiter, this is the largest planet in our solar system. Astrologically, it holds immense significance. Jupiter is often referred to as a planet of expansion, growth, and abundance. So when the new moon aligns with Jupiter, it's like adding a dose of cosmic fertilizer to the seeds of our intentions. Jupiter amplifies the energy of the new moon, emphasizing potential for growth and the pursuit of higher knowledge. It acts as a celestial cheerleader almost. So think of it that way. It's encouraging us to dream big, aim high, and set our sights on the possibilities in our future. Jupiter's influence on the new moon can be seen in the way like it expands our consciousness and opens doors to new opportunities. So it prompts us to break free of limitations. You can see how this can really work well with Mercury retrograde. It prompts us to break free of those limitations. So this cosmic combination invites us to take risks, embrace optimism, and trust in the forces of the universe. Jupiter is associated with wisdom and learning. During the new moon alignment with Jupiter, there's a profound opportunity to embark on a journey of intellectual and spiritual expansion to seek like higher truth, engage in meaningful education, open our minds to perspectives that enrich our lives. When Jupiter teams up with the new moon, it's like having a cosmic ally urging us to stretch beyond our comfort zone and reach for the stars. So as we navigate the energies of the new moon, we need to welcome Jupiter's expansive influence to guide us on a journey of growth, abundance, and realization of our most aspirational dreams. It really is an amazing influence for a new moon go inward and start sort of like figuring out what feels good and what doesn't feel good, but don't get caught up in what the outside world is doing, because I feel like that won't put the focus on what we need to do for ourselves. Would you say that's true? Absolutely. Because Sagittarius is all about expansion. You're going to really figure out what you need to be happy. That's going to be really important to take the focus off of what everybody else is doing and focus in on yourself. The traits associated with Sagittarius, if somebody's sign is Sagittarius, is that important right now? What could they be paying attention to? Sagittarius in astrology is the traveler, the teacher. This is a fire sign as well. It's about enthusiasm and adventure. Think of that. This is going to be an extremely good time to learn, to take a class, to travel for the sake of learning. Even if you, you're not talking about physical travel, tr there's different ways of traveling, right? You can travel with your mind as well. So when we talk about Sagittarius, it can literally mean physical travel around the world, but it doesn't have to. It can be travel in other ways too, associated with spirituality. Oh, good. So this whole energy that's happening will help to propel you on that path if you so choose to step into it for yourself it will harness that energy and help you to move forward on what it is that you would like to learn okay cool i like that yeah it is exciting to think you have a little bit of tailwind behind you so how do you harness the energy of the new moon in general what can we do and again we're talking about expansion and growth are there some things we can do to harness that 
the new moon is about setting intentions. That's the number one energy you can tap into to really improve yourself, your life. When you set intentions, it's very important to focus on your true desires when you are setting an intention. Take a moment and reflect on your deepest desires. What areas of your life are you calling for growth? Identifying the intentions that truly resonate with your soul. Figure out where you need to grow, where you want to grow in your life. And then once you get that, this would be a really good time to journal, to be honest with you. Writing things down is key to manifesting because this is a time you can really manifest your desires when done right. You need to craft a clear and positive intention once you get that figured out. Use affirmation language. So express Mm -hmm. your intentions and and present tense as if they are already happening. For example, instead of saying, I want to explore new opportunities, say, I'm embracing new opportunities that align with my highest good. That really changes the energy of it. I have done that with intentions and it feels different when you say it that way. It's such a powerful thing to do in so many ways, especially on a daily basis, energy changes and why not get behind this type of big energy and really surf it and use it in a meditative practice? I'm thinking of it as like an amplification of everything. Like the speakers are just turned up to 11, like really go for it. You can also infuse your intentions with the adventurous spirit of Sagittarius as well. So consider setting goals that push your boundaries and encourage exploration and adventure. Look at what Sagittarius is about and figure out where in your life those themes could benefit your life. Whether it's trying new experiences, taking a leap of faith in your career, let the energy of Sagittarius guide you towards bold and exciting intentions. Don't miss the opportunity that's available is what I'm hearing over and over so far in this energy and everything's in two week increments. Yes, because you have the new moon and then the full moon. And then in between Mm -hmm. those, you have the waning and waxing. So that is Mm -hmm. either decreasing or increasing. Yeah. And just to be clear, Mercury in retrograde, when does that end? It's starting tomorrow, but when does it end again? The 1st of January, but it's such a powerful and long Mercury retrograde. The shadow aspect of it is going to linger until about January 20th. So we really are going to be in this for a while. I think we all feel this, this feeling collectively, but we can't quite put our finger on what it is and why it's happening. That's why I love these forecasts because it really helps me to understand more of the energy in the next several days. Say career and education at this time. If you want to do it, step into it now and focus. Like the next two weeks is going to be more of a career theme because that's that Capricorn energy. Mm -hmm. Then it shifts into more of expansion, travel, adventure, Mm -hmm. even spiritual quests. A lot of people are going to be really going inward in their spiritual journey on a very deep level. Maybe that little vacation over to Sedona is kind of beckoning to you, or maybe a California road trip to see the redwoods. Maybe that's a really great time to do that, surfing that energy of growth and expansion. This would be a great time to do that because whatever Mm -hmm. travels or adventure you decide to go on during this time, you're going to come out of it on some sort of deeper knowledge. Okay. Good to know. Tuck that away. All right. So also navigating the challenges that come along with this energy. If you're going through 
stuff in your life that is a little bit more heavy duty than the normal everyday challenges. How do you keep your head down and get through this if everything is getting amplified? Ground yourself because this is a fire sign. With fire, even though that can get you energized, in the same respect, it can actually unground you and you can feel very restless, okay? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. some of the things that you can do with that is some rituals, depending on the person, everybody's different on how they like to ground, but this is just some opinions or examples. You could do a ritual with lighting candles, having some crystals that symbolizes growth and exploration and do some intentional type of work with that and ask to be grounded during this time so that you can really harness the energy. Envision yourself planted to the earth and being a part of the earth. I think grounding is going to be the most important part of not falling into this restless energy, especially for people that have anxiety. This could be a very Mm -hmm. difficult time. If we're going to manifest what we really want, would it be a better idea to check in with yourself to see if you're ready to manifest? Because maybe some of us are thinking, well, what if we haven't cleared what we want to clear? Whenever the new moon comes up, what I like to do is find myself some sort of clearing meditation. This is a time to figure out what's going on within you. So if you are trying to manifest and it's blocked, like I'm not sure, I'm not sure, that would be the time to start to just kind of, okay, maybe I need to meditate on this and make that a practice every single morning and ask yourself, what is it that I want to learn? What is it that I want to expand on during this time, for instance? So this is just a very personal thing for everybody. And you can Mm -hmm. expand by journaling. If you're into Oracle cards or tarot or something like that, there's other ways to get this deeper understanding besides having to travel around the world for for (laughs) say, you know? Right. Yeah. Most of us can't do that. Now, if you can't do it for yourself, I'm guessing a great thing to do is to contact somebody who can offer you a tarot card reading. Hmm. I know someone. Maggie, are you busy right now offering these these types of readings because of this energy? Do you feel like if you can't figure it out for yourself, it's good to seek out somebody who can read for you? Yes. And I've gotten uh, quite a few readings lately from people that are telling me they're feeling really restless and like they need to be doing something or they're trying to figure out what's going on with them and they don't know. So I'm getting a lot of people coming from to me for both tarot, tarot readings and and astrology readings to understand on a deeper level. So that is also another way that you could harness this energy too, is to get an astrology reading or a tarot card reading. And just another note, if people out there are into tarot, the cards that would be really beneficial to look at are the temperance, wheel of fortune, and the fool. That can give you a lot of insight into the journey ahead because the fool is about travel. It's about jumping off that cliff and doing a leap of faith without having a whole lot of fear. And the temperance card is about peace and this meditative state. The wheel of fortune is creating abundance in your life. Those really tie in the abundance of information that's out there for people. I just love it. Is there anything else you would like to touch on, Maggie, in this energy of the new moon and Sag that maybe we haven't covered or you want to um, circle back to? Yeah. Those of you that really do like to do rituals, because Sagittarius is a fire sign. So anything fire 
is really good to do is people that like to burn sage as a part of intention setting. I think burning rosemary at this time would be very beneficial. Also candles too. It makes sense. Again, we're syncing up with the natural element. It, it really can make a difference with just instantly how you feel. Do you find that too? Oh yeah, definitely. I love to burn. I, I can't do it at my apartment, but I can at my office. So I take advantage of that because I definitely do feel that I'm able to clear with mm -hmm. burning. The other thing I forgot to touch on, because a lot of people have been coming to me about relationship issues lately, specifically around communication, discussing this new moon in Sagittarius, how it can impact relationships. So the importance of open-mindedness and honesty and embracing diversity in partnerships right now is really important. If people out there are in a place of holding back things out of fear of how somebody's going to react, any relationship, whether it be family, romantic, or anything this applies to, but it's going to be really important to do that. But just know the Sagittarius energy and the retrograde it is about listening and expansion and learning. People are going to be open to what people have to say to them because they're going to be open to learning more. Oh, wow. How refreshing, especially just in time for holiday gatherings, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, want, we want to be able to get along and mm -hmm. we want to have peace with one another. But first we have to find that peace within ourselves. And then of course, wouldn't it be nice to have a really groundbreaking convo with somebody to clear some old junk out and push the reset, right? Right. And this is a really great time for passion within partnerships too, just want to say. We have to be able to look forward to home life to create a more loving relationship going into a new year, especially. Absolutely. And the day after Christmas, we're going to have the full moon in Cancer. So the theme of that is going to be home and family. <gasps> Mm -hmm. That is awesome. That is so interesting. It's funny because I feel like this energy helps us to line up with what we've been thinking. And that expansiveness feels like welcoming something new. We're expanding it in ourselves, but also out into the world and seeing it come back. That's really interesting timing. Obviously, not everybody is going to have great days and great relationships. So for those people that need to close out relationships, the full moon in Cancer is going to be a time for that. It'll be so interesting to touch back with how did it go for you during that full moon? And how did that go for you during that new moon? I'm already thinking about how things have been shifting for me and what that feels like and what I want to accomplish in my life. I just appreciate this time with you to talk about the astrological route of how it all seems to make better sense. I would love to see how it worked out for you, Jill. Yeah, <laughs> so <come> I'm back. <laughs> absolutely. Again, this is everybody pay attention to this new moon energy. There's a lot happening, obviously, as we've talked about. But also, Maggie, you've got some things coming up. I would love to have you share, first of all, where to find you again, and then what you've got coming up for people. I've got a ton. I, I've got a whole <laughs> whole schedule lined up between now and spring of 2024. This Sunday at my office in New Berlin on West National, I am going to be holding a intro to tarot workshop. 
if anybody's interested, it's intuitivetwinflame.com. This is going to be for beginners. Then coming up January 14th, I'll be doing tarot readings at Stone and Sage in New Berlin. And I'm going to be doing a workshop on intro to astrology on the 28th at Stone and Sage as well. Then I'm going to be at the Mind, Body, Spirit Fair in um, Milwaukee and the Dare to Be Aware Fair and the Holistic Wellness and Healing um, Fair. I'm going to be putting it all in my website. Otherwise, you can go to Reiki0911 on Facebook, too, and that's my business page, and I have all my events there as well. I will certainly have all of this in the show notes for people. And I'm really excited for you, Maggie. Things are really churning because I, I think a lot of people really appreciate the information on how they can apply it to their own life. I actually have a copy of the very first tarot deck ever made as playing cards back in the 1400s. So I'm bringing those with me and they're quite interesting to see. So yeah, oh I've got some gosh. surprises. <laughs> yeah, that is Awesome. Cool beans. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Maggie, for being here. I appreciate your time. And as always, you guys, thank you for being here for this astrological forecast, New Moon and Sag. Just pay attention. Again, don't be too hard on yourself. Just go with the flow, right, Maggie? That's right. And thank you for having me, Jill. May the New Moon and Sagittarius illuminate the way for each and every one of you. Thank you to everyone who's rated, reviewed, and follows the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. I really appreciate your support. Also, if you'd like to learn more about me, check out spiritchi.org for my earth wisdom workshops, agilloriginal.com for my hand-drawn pet portraits and more, and hellointerview.com for podcast updates. Remember, new episodes of Hello Interview drop every Wednesday. Until then, let your love light shine, everybody. Bye.